When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks, your lifestyle design coach. And I'm here with Ginny Gain, your LOA coach. What's up, Cass? Hey, how's it going? It's awesome, as usual. Of course. I know. I think so, some people hate it when I when I ask them, like, the store cashiers will be like, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? They're like, oh, oh, okay, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it makes them think about it, though, right? Because you, like, when you don't have the typical response, they actually think about their response instead of yeah. just come back with, like, the mundane. Oh, the, yeah. Or, oh, it's Monday or, oh, it's Tuesday. Yeah. They actually think about it. It brings them into awareness. Good yeah. Job. I love, uh, and I do love engaging people like that. It's kind of a fun thing to play with to be yeah. like, wait, how are you, how actually are you feeling? You know? Yeah. Um, my improv teacher, um, he went through a period. I, mean, I love just, that you do, that you do improv. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. I love it. And, uh, he would like, his like for a while, like he would just because he would just pick a different thing to do. But his thing was like, I just bought roller skates. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, people are like, what? <laughs> that is wicked. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So, um, what else? Um, what are you excited about right now? I'm still excited about you know my book launching last week and the red carpet launch. It was. It was awesome. Well, Thursday, it wasn't totally last week yet. But um, so if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, you can probably still get it for free. Just go to Amazon.com and type in manifest $10,000, dollar sign 10,000,000. I'm just, I'm super excited about that book. It had a huge response. You know, I had like over 100 people who read it before and just their comments and just it's such a reflection of how much I've grown like totally Cash, your books yeah. just keep getting better and better I agree <laughs> which is how you want it that's wicked it is how you want it right I'm, I'm glad they're not getting worse I'm glad people aren't like oh she she missed the mark on this yeah. one oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great um, yeah but it goes to you know when we grow like everything that we do like the next version of ourselves is always better and so you know whether you're writing books or just growing your life that's pretty much how it is and um for me it's fun to like see it in in book form and just see all the people like that I've helped. Like that's what really came out in this book. It was like, there were so many people who wanted to read it early and who had such good things to say about manifesting K in the book and all that. So that's like ultimately why we do what we do. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's totally why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. What are you super excited about? Well, speaking of books, I've started to write Mm -hmm. chapters for my first book. So that is super exciting. And the best part is, um, like, I scripted this whole thing before it's happening, and it's happening exactly like I planned it, and it's so fun, and it's an adventure, and I'm loving every moment of the journey, you know? That's so awesome. Yeah, like, there's a lot of people are stressed out 
about what's like during the process. And I'm just like, no, we're here. Like this is happening. I'm doing what I love. And so that's what I'm excited about. I'm ha- I'm excited to be enjoying the process so much. That's so good. All right. So I have a question that's not about our topic today. Do it. <laughs> um, do you think that it's more or less, or maybe it's just the same, um, fun because you scripted it in the beginning? Oh, it's so much more fun because I scripted it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like going into it knowing how I how I want to feel and that, and like, it's almost, I don't, there's, I don't even know how to describe this, but it's like, because I know how it's going to be, that's how I make it. I don't, does that make sense? (laughs) It totally (laughs) makes sense. That was genius because I know how I want it to be. That's how I make it. Yeah. Right. Every choice, like you've already decided what it's going to feel like, what the end is going to feel like everything in the middle. And so when something you come up against, you just decide Oh, it feels like this. Yeah, no, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna find the fun in this, or I'm gonna find the adventure in yeah, this, or whatever. Oh my gosh, I love that, and I think that's such a power. You can quote me if you want. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna quote you. I think it's such a powerful. Um, it's just such a powerful statement about scripting, and I think some people like I don't know feel like if they like script it all out, it won't be as much fun, and I totally think it's more fun. Total, I agree. But you and I are both like huge scripters and we love it. And it's been so successful for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say enough good things about that. Right. That could just go on for the whole half hour, but we have a really fun topic. So yes. Um, but before we do that, do you want to tell people what cool thing you have on your site for them? Yes, I have. So for anyone interested in some, uh, three simple steps to manifest anything you desire. I have a great PDF you can download at my website. It's ginnygain.com and you can just click and um, get that for yourself. And you can kind of like, if you want something, you can use these simple steps to get it. So I like it. I like to keep it simple. Awesome. I love simple because the law of attraction is it's, it's simple and the challenge is to keep it simple because that's yeah. when it works the best. Yep, totally. <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Cass? What do you got? Um, I have my fabulous program, which is actually what inspired my latest book, Manifest $10,000. And the program is called Manifest 10K, which stands for $10,000. And uh, it's a great place to learn step-by-step and really have a supportive community as well um, how to manifest money. So you can go to manifest10k.com and register for that. It's a pay after you manifest course. So it'll be a dollar to get started, but then you just pay 10% of what you manifest. And there's so many success stories coming from that. It's a really awesome opportunity for you guys. Yeah. I love it. So, uh, are you ready to jump into our topic and get into a little debate here, Cass? I'm ready. Okay. Ready. I want to give the listeners a little bit of a background of how we came up with this topic because uh, we are deciding on what to do. And I said, "Would you like to talk about contrast?" And Cassie was like, "Well, I don't believe in that." And I was like, "Okay, let's do it." (laughs) (laughs) So um, maybe I'll just start by saying. So when I talk about contrast, I I talk about, so contrast to me is um, like the negative stuff that shows up in our world or anything that we experience that doesn't feel great to us right away. And why don't you tell, like, you start by saying what you said, Cass. Cool. So I want to start, can I back up just a little bit and give a little, in case our listeners don't know. So like, um, what I think is so cool about 
the law of attraction and everything is like in its essence, it means like what you believe is what comes true. Mm -hmm. So like what I love about that is that a, we're going to have a discussion where we might not agree, which is cool because it's true for both of us. Like what we have to say is true for both of us. Yes. Yes. I'm going to highlight that because this happens all the time in, in life and around the whole world is that there's multiple right ways. There's multiple right everything because what we believe is true for us is true for us. And like we could we could think something is so right about a situation and somebody else will feel the exact same amount of rightness about what they see and what they perceive. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's so huge because it allows us to be like that whole concept of like getting over that we're right about anything and just accepting and letting it be what it is. Yeah. Or that you have to, um, like that your outcome is going to be based on like your outcome is based on what you believe it's going to be. Right. Um, so just to like an example, I'm thinking I had a client one time ask me like, what do you think is going to happen when, I don't know, the world goes to all digital money or something along those lines. And I'm like, I think it's going to like those who fear that and have been telling themselves bad things are going to happen when that happens, they're going to experience that. And those that are like, this is cool. This is like, you know, haven't been practicing that fear. Like that's not going to come true for them. Yes. Because yeah. I think it's so cool. It's the same thing. Another example of like, when you can have two people living in the exact same world, exact same city, exact same town, walk down the exact same street at the same time, and because one person believes this is a safe place in the world and another person believes that it's not a safe place, they're both they're going to experience those realities based on their beliefs. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to hear my favorite story about this? Of course. <laughs> I love stories. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is, like, such a great example of how this. So I have a friend, and she doesn't, like, she's, like, yeah, I don't resonate with, like, getting mugged. Like, I always feel safe. Like, that's who she is. Like, she doesn't believe in getting robbed. Like, yeah. none of that. Um, so she was literally, on, she was on a train here in Denver um, with what was, was her boyfriend at the time. And, um, they got off the train and for whatever reason, like, and it was like two o'clock in the morning, they had been out and they were coming home. And I think she went off out a different door and he went out a different door and there's some other guys on the train and they actually mugged him. Wow. But she had like, she had no knowledge of this. Like she didn't see it. She wasn't a part of it. Like she didn't have like, it wasn't until like they got, you know, away and he was like, dude, they just like stole my wallet and like threatened me and all this. She's like, oh, but he totally <laughs> oh. believes. <laughs> she was like, oh. Maybe that's why they're not. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, and she like, and so she didn't have, and she like went on, like she didn't become scared. Like she wasn't afraid to go to that train station. She wasn't afraid to go late at night. Because it's not what she resonated with. And it was so clear. Like, they didn't mug both of them. Right. You know, they. she didn't even, like, she so, like, just intuitively didn't even get in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't even go out the same door. And it wasn't like she thought. Like, there was no part of her there that was, no like. no conscious planning of that, avoiding yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, of course, like, her boyfriend at the time, like, then became more paranoid and more all this. Right. And she's just like, yeah, I don't resonate with that. <laughs> I'm out of here. It's not going to happen to me. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So um, I just, I like that story when you brought that up about like safety. And so 
Yeah, that's a perfect example. It's a clear example. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why I like it so much because it's like clearly there were two different people with two different viewpoints about the world and their experience reflected that. And they were side by side. Like, Yeah, <laughs> they literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So um, bringing it back a little bit to like the, the point of that was just like that you get to believe what you want and, and like – nobody's right and nobody's wrong. And, um, I'm excited to have this conversation just cause it's going to be fun. And I think it's important to sort of highlight the differences between Jenny and I's background. Like, um, Jenny's like avid. I, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong oh, for sure. I am, but learned like, you know, everything from Abraham, right? Yep. Like mostly. Yeah. I have ne- I've maybe listened to one three minute Abraham. I know. Out. And I love this. I love <laughs> the difference between us because we're both on the we talk about the same stuff we believe mostly the same things and yet um yeah i totally follow abraham hicks and there's like one of my biggest teachers and then i remember when i first asked you something and i said something but oh yeah abe said this and you're like yeah i don't listen to that <laughs> i'm like, like what you know i've never listened right and you were like what <laughs> and yeah, we had know. known each other for like 5 years at that I point know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So keep going. So yeah. So, so we cool. have different backgrounds. And so, uh, yeah, when Jenny was like, you want to talk about contrast? I'm like, eh, that's, I, I don't know if I can talk about it. Like I don't, it's not really something I totally believe in. And I don't know if believe in is the right word. Like I get it. I get the concept, but it's not the, it's not the terminology I use for a couple different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah. So why don't you kind of talk about contrast? Okay. First? So and when I like first brought up the idea of talking about contrast is because, because that's like, so I define it as the negative stuff or the stuff that doesn't feel good right away. Mm-hmm. And, but I do believe it has such a powerful and important role in our creation and expansion and everything. Like, I think that's where, um, the manifestation begins is in feeling crappy so that we know how to feel, or we know that we want to feel something different. Um, and that's where our first deliberateness comes in because we can be aware of that and take control of that. Um, and so a huge thing for me is like finding a way, finding a way to feel good while you're in the contrast and not basically taking a perception that it's not contrast. It just is like, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Um, so that's kind of like where I was going and, and understanding that contrast serves a very important purpose in our life. Mm. Yeah, I like your interpretation more. And what I what I said, it was like one of the first things is that I feel like in a lot of times contrast has sort of become this excuse. Yes. And it's like an excuse to say my life is crappy and and but it's it's almost like it's gonna fix itself. Okay, like, wait, that's expand, what I hear. Expand on that a bit more in terms of like, so when would somebody use it as an excuse? Um, so I, like excuse might not be the right word, but it's like it's something that is inevitable and is gonna happen. Gotcha. Okay. And I don't like like where and so what you said was you were like, it's where the manifestation begins. And I guess like we're probably like we came down to semantics on the certain point on that. We probably I don't believe that's where it begins. I believe it begins when you make the choice that you want something different. And Mm -hmm. I don't believe honestly, I don't believe you have to have contrast to choose something different because you can have good and choose better. 
Yeah, but how do you understand how good, how much better good feels if you don't know what less good feels or contrast? I'm like, I don't think I have to start feeling bad in this. Like, my life is good. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And like, I think I can see, like, I'm like, okay, but how can it get better? Like, it, which I don't have to translate into, like, it's feeling crappy right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, that's, I don't feel like you have to have, and I think that's what I see a lot. That's sort of, I'm like, uh, like, it's like every time something bad happens, it's like, well, this is just contrast so I can get something else. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't feel like, but then I feel like what that does is to a certain extent, like then it gets um, where people have to expect something bad in order to get something good. Mm, yeah. That's, and that's something really you don't want. Don't like. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like whether that's – oh, sorry. No, keep going. I feel like whether that's the way that it's taught, that's the way a lot of times I hear it interpreted when I see people post things and it's like, oh, well, it's just contrast. I got to like have it. But there's not a lot of power in – I don't know. It's more like it just has to happen and there's not a lot of choice or not – you're right. Keep going. You're people don't it. make the choice. Like I, I don't see them make the choice. I see them be like, oh, well, this was contrast. Like it is what it is. Um, and but it's they don't recognize that in that is like really, even if you you know believe in contrast and all that. Like that's where the power is. Mm-hmm. There come. There's something behind there that. Like there could be, they could be experiencing the contrast and that statement about it of like, oh, it's just contrast could be their way of finding relief about Mm -hmm. whatever showed up when they weren't in a good place and when they weren't being so deliberate. Mm -hmm. Um, But this whole idea totally brings me back to like almost some beliefs that I grew up with and that I I don't think I struggle with them so much anymore, but they... That you have to go through something awful to get to something amazing. And yes. because I've always felt it's almost it was was almost a hold back, like a setback becoming a coach, is like I have I have a blessed life. I've always felt like I've been in a good place. I haven't gone through anything like horrible to so so how can I teach people, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like I haven't gone through all the crap that a lot of people go through in order to be inspired to, you know, teach this story or teach this lesson or whatever. And so it's like totally, this whole idea is totally applicable to my life. Um, (laughs) And so, and I've, so I've toyed with that idea of, do we need it? And does it, and that idea of like, cause I want to be happy all the time. And then there's something popping in that's like, oh, but no, you need to have some contrast to expand. Mm. interesting eh? yeah it is interesting um so many things just popped into my head like number one I see that um as an underlying reason why a lot of people aren't successful they do because on some level they feel like well I haven't had to pay the price enough yes yeah totally it's like that I have to work hard to get I have to do the hard work to get to where I want to go yeah and I have to like have gone through a tragedy and overcome it and it has to be like a certain degree of bad before mm-hmm. I deserve success. And I have to the bad relationships to get to the good ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, and then there was another, oh man, you said about your life and it had another really good point. Um, oh, so a friend of mine posted this 
I don't know if you'd call it a download. I don't know what, um, the other day, but she got up and she just was in a meditation and she was like reviewing some of her stories and stuff like that. And one of the things she wrote was like, what if lack is like just this story that's been told generationally? So now we think it's true. And that's kind of what I think about, like, you know, have we just been told that we have to go through something in order to appreciate something else? Or can we just like appreciate everything that we have and get more and more of it? Like, do we have to lose it to appreciate it? Or can we just make the choice to appreciate it or the choice that we can just, even if things are good, we can ask for what's better. And I tend to believe like, even if things are good, we can just ask for better. And I 100% agree with you. And what what you just said kind of inspires within me the idea that as a whole consciousness, we are shifting more to this kind of idea and story. Because yes, in the past, from our experiences and from the stories that have been told to us and passed down, that's how it has been. Because things did used to be harder, but we are growing and expanding. And maybe now we're shifting more into this. You can get good from, you can get gooder from more good. (laughs) (laughs) I know I made that up. I love it. No, I love it. You can get gooder from more good. Yeah, or whatever. But like, even when I hear you say that, like, to me, that's such a freeing, like, thought is that, and for me, that was a big, like, like I said, I don't really, like, I never followed Abraham. That's not where I learned about the law of attraction. But like, um, and so I didn't necessarily know this concept of contrast in the beginning, but like what I realized when I like didn't have to like punish myself or have something bad to get something good. And I just realized that gooder can come from good and it actually does. Like, yes, it does. Gooder comes from good. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was so freeing and it changed everything. And I think that's really the moment when my life changed when I made the decision or I figured out that it didn't have to go be bad in order to get good. That's really cool, Cass. Um, And it it reminds me what we talked about last week in terms of allowing yourself to want what you want. Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, it doesn't, and this is exactly what we teach. And so like you guys can see, we practice this ourselves and we come to our own realizations of like, we get to have it how we want it. And we get to make up our own story, even about stories, stories about stories. Yeah. So, and we're, it's a constant, um, uncovering and evolution of that. Oh, that's so true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love that you made that point because we are like still evolving. We're still refining. And like, I actually think too, what you believe, like what you, what you considered like to be core beliefs about the law of attraction or about anything really, like as you evolve can change. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Am I ever learning this and like totally experiencing this, like loving and appreciating the journey of everything. Mm -hmm. I have a, yeah, it's just like, there's such a journey in everything. Yeah. Um, so I do, I would do, do want to bring this up because it's kind of like a little, maybe a little more sciencey, but sometimes that brings me back to the whole contrast, you need contrast thing Mm -hmm. is the, um, idea of duality in our world. Like there's, there's good, there's bad, there's black, there's white, there's light, there's dark. So this is like, it's everything in our world. Like there's some opposite to everything. So I think that is the idea of like there to the contrast, like that's why you have the contrast and then you have the 
good feeling or whatever. And when one is, you experience one, the other is like highlighted. So like, think of, can you think of an example in your life? Like I can think of lots of things. Like you go through a cold winter in Canada and then that first day of summer is like so amazing and the sunshine, it's a heat and you're loving it and you're appreciating it. But then without the contrast over the next few months, that last day of summer is like, yeah, it feels good. You know what Uh, I mean? See, this is, yeah, this is where I differ though, because I think if you train yourself to appreciate, like, I was just gonna the say that. Every I was day. like, I know what she's gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I don't think, like, people who live in Florida, and I just hung out with some people who were from Tampa and who used to live in Colorado, so they know the contrast, right? Mm-hmm. And they like appreciate every single sunny day in Tampa. They don't need the snow to appreciate. And they they talked about like I listened to them and they totally they're like, I appreciate the sun when I can walk out in my shorts, when this is happening, like it's sunny every day, I can go to the beach. Like they fully appreciated that. They they don't need to come back to Colorado every winter to remind themselves of that because it's a choice. Like, and I think maybe that happened. Maybe they're more likely to appreciate the sun every day because they did live in Colorado where right. it snows sometimes. But like you could tell, like they appreciate that weather every single day. And so I think you can, I don't, I was funny when you mentioned the duality thing because it is a scientific thing, but I'm like also like, hmm, like because even science changes by how we expect the outcome how to be. How we experience, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm even like, now I'm like, I don't know if I believe in like duality. Oh, like the, I don't yes. know that I believe, well, cause I don't think that for every, I mean, cause that doesn't feel good to me for everything that is so good. There has to be something that's so bad. Well, no, no. Good, bad is a, that's a perception. There's, Light, there's dark. A, right, right. Like, um, and so it is all a perception. You're right. Um, but like everything in science, even, I mean, they've proven that like by the expectation of the researcher, like the results can change depending on who the researcher is. Yes. And um, so, yeah. Okay, Go ahead. Okay. So something is coming up that might be applicable to like law of attraction in terms of contrast. And it's, mm-hmm. um, so let's say you have the people who live in, it's funny we bring up Florida because every day I lived in Florida, I was so appreciative for the sun. See? <laughs> like, and I, yeah, okay. So I was like, okay, yeah, she's right. But um, so maybe the simple, so if somebody grew up only in the hot weather and they never had the experience of the duality, then maybe that's the key. Maybe we need to be aware, yeah, at least like just it be aware that there's something different to know and be able to choose what we like, what we want, like to choose our preference and to have that. It doesn't need to be like the awareness of the cold. It doesn't need to be experienced or it doesn't need to be painful. It can just be like, this is your option. You have cold or hot and then you make the preference or the choice. I want hot and then I'm going to appreciate hot, 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 hot. Does that make sense? Yeah. I still, like, I think you can, I don't think you have to have had the other to make the choice to appreciate. But what about, like, if somebody grows up in the heat, they have no idea what, that this, anything is any different. 
Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. So, but do you have to, I don't think you have to know the opposite to make the choice to appreciate that. Like if I grew up in the heat and I love the heat, like I can make a choice to appreciate the heat without ever knowing what the cold is. I think that's where we, that's where I get like in the whole conscious thing is that you have to have had that bad thing. Like, I think it's just a choice about appreciation. I, and I agree with you. And I think what the difference is, is the awareness that we can, that we can train ourselves to appreciate it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That like normally, not normally, but traditionally we have been, we just kind of, we, we don't think about it so much. We're not so conscious or we're not so aware about it. So we just react to our surroundings versus being deliberate about it. Yes. That's, I think that's the key is like, is the choice to react or is the choice to appreciate and focus on and and choose and choose, like choose what you want more of and appreciate what you love. And I think that's, I think when we, when we start to appreciate, I mean, and I'm speaking from experience for me, so it might not be the same for everybody, but when I started just appreciating what I loved and that created up more, like it was, that's, when things change. Cause I stopped expecting something bad to have to happen for something good to happen. Yes. That's wicked. And unfortunately, Cass, we are like out <laughs> of time. <laughs> this is such a good topic. <laughs> yeah. I love having these conversations with you and I hope you guys all enjoyed that as well. Um, let us know if you have any questions or comments on this and maybe we can uh, do another call continuing on with this. Yeah. I would love that. Do you want to leave us off with a money mantra here? Yeah. I appreciate all my money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. One last thing for all our listeners. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.